Hey talkers, welcome, bienvenidos a Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the key to improving your English, la clave para mejorar tu inglés. You have to keep talking in English every day. Hablar en inglés todos los días. We apply the same principle to our podcast. That's why we have a Keep Talking Podcast episode every day. Un episodio todos los días. Listen every day and then go speak every day. Keep talking. Talkers. Organic foods. Really? Really? Are they organic? Organic foods. You all know if you follow this podcast that I am super into trying to be as healthy as possible, create the best version of myself. Hopefully all of us can create the best version of ourselves. And food is so important. What we put into our bodies is so important. Not just how we look, how we feel, the way our mind works, everything. Now, me, I think a lot about how to eat as natural and healthy and organic of foods as possible, okay? The problem that I'm having with this is, especially as someone who lives in a city, right? I live in Minneapolis, a city in the United States, and I don't, I don't farm. I don't have a local farm. I don't, well, yeah, I don't really know any local farmers. I don't fish. I don't hunt. I don't have those skills. I need to learn them, but I don't have them yet. I live in a city where, well, <laughs> I can't get that many natural foods. I have to buy foods from the grocery store or sometimes from a farmer's market, which I'll come back to that. But the point is, it's like, am the, are the foods that I'm eating natural ever at all? It's something I think about all the time because I try to make my diet as good and healthy and natural as possible. But I don't know. And so today I'm talking about organic foods. What, which foods really are organic? What does organic mean? And are any of these things that I'm paying extra money for actually freaking organic? I don't know. It's just something I've talked about a few times recently with a few people. So I'm going to go over, like, we hear all of these these buzzwords, right? These, well, you know, in, in the U.S. they're very popular. I'll define some of them in Spanish. But we have we have organic and USDA organic. What the heck does the USDA even stand for? I thought it was like the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, but like, isn't it the U.S. like you? I don't know. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's the U.S. Department of Agriculture. See, I didn't even know the word. Okay, U.S. Department of Agriculture. Organic. That makes more sense. What the heck then is the... Oh, it's the FDA is the Food and Drug Administration. Okay. Yeah. So we've got the USDA organic label, right? This is what everybody talks about. It's USDA organic. We'll talk about what that means. We'll talk about grass-fed versus grain-fed. Talk about pasture-raised, cage-free, no antibiotics or hormones, non-GMO, local. Okay. These are all the buzzwords that we hear. Okay. So I want to talk about them a little bit. Talk about what it actually means. What foods actually might be the most organic why this is important, etc. So let's start off with the basic definition, okay? What is an organic food? Organic food, ecological food, or biological food, this is just straight from Wikipedia, are food and drinks produced by methods complying with the standards of organic farming. Standards vary worldwide, but organic farming features practices that cycle resources, promote ecological balance, and conserve biodiversity. Organizations regulating organic products may restrict the use of certain pesticides and fertilizers in the farming methods used to produce such products, typically processed not using irradiation, industrial solvents, or synthetic food additives. So I'm not going to repeat the whole thing in Spanish, but basically comida orgánica son comidas producidas con los estándares de el, pues, organic farming, el 
¿cómo se llama? Pues agricultura orgánica, eh, sin el uso de pesticidas, eh, irradiación, cosas para ingredientes agredidos que no son buenos y ciertas químicas, etc. Uh, y también que son buenos para el ambiente, básicamente, ¿ok? And then we talk about the USDA organic definition, what does something have to be, like you see this label, esa etiqueta, right? You see USDA organic certified, right? And basically it means, well... I don't know. What does it mean? Okay. Are grown and processed according to the federal guidelines addressing, among many factors, soil quality, animal raising practices, pest and weed control, and use of additives. Okay? So, muchos factores, pero la calidad del, del suelo o la tierra, eh, prácticas para criar animale, animales, eh, control de, bueno, de insectos o de hierbas y uso de aditivos, de ingredient, ingredientes agregados, no sé. Anyway, um, okay, so, yeah, we have to follow these practices. Now, like when I go into a store, right, so there's a couple of stores that are close to me, a couple grocery stores I go to. The first one is Whole Foods, and that's the one that's closest to me, okay? It's a two-minute walk. Then there's Trader Joe's, which is a 10-minute walk, and I like to walk. You know, that's why I like to live in the city, because I can walk to where I need to go, for the most part. I have a car, but I don't use it that much. So Whole Foods, it's two minutes away. When I'm feeling lazy, and I'm feeling like I have more money than I really do, I go to Whole Foods, because the prices are almost double what the prices are at Trader Joe's. Now, is the quality at Whole Foods really that much better? Now, okay, here's the thing. Both stores, Whole Foods and Trader Joe's, have organic and non-organic things according to the label you know like if basically if you don't see organic on the label it means it's probably not it means it's not made you know using the best practices that the animal particularly talking about like meat is not raised using the best practices and this applies for produce as well applies for eggs of course applies for lots of different things when i say produce we're typically talking about well you know typically uh frutas y vegetales okay but Here's the thing. Are the ones that get the organic label even really that <laughs> organic? Um, because, like, when I go to these stores, let's say I'm going to pay $5 for a pound of meat. That would be, like, the cheapest pound of meat. Una libra de carne, carne de res, digamos, cinco dólares sería como el mínimo hoy en día en una de esas tiendas, okay? If I'm going to get the, you know, organic, grass-fed best version of it, it's going to cost, like, $8, okay? I can get a pound of the non-organic, you know, whatever the difference is, for like $5 of the standard one. If I get the organic, higher quality one, it's like $8. Now, supposedly, we keep hearing that it's super important to eat these organic foods because the animals have, maybe have more vitamins and nutrients. They're going to have less toxic chemicals, things like that, okay? How much is it real, though? Like, how much are those organic things really organic? My cousin one time told me, he's a farmer, he lives in Iowa, and he said, Sean, when you see something that says grass-fed, like, they, you know, like, yeah, they put that grass-fed label, okay? Que el animal solamente comía como pasto, ¿sí? En vez de comer como soya o maíz, because they have grain-fed versus grass-fed, and they say that grass-fed animals are, are out, essentially, on the pasture, eating grass, which is better for them and therefore better for us, as opposed to more industrialized, I guess, grain-fed animals who we feed corn to and possibly hormones and antibiotics and things like that. They say that grass-fed is so much better for us. But my cousin told me, he said, Sean, if something was really truly totally grass-fed, they would have to charge you like four times the price for it, okay? It's not realistic to only grass-feed animals. They just can't do that. It would cost way more whatever, right? I don't understand the economics of it. But essentially, he says, if anyone is just charging you a couple more, like, you know, maybe 
30% more price and they're saying it's grass-fed, it's bullshit. They're lying to you. It may be partially grass-fed, but it's not fully grass-fed and grass-finished, okay? That's what he told me. And then I have another friend who kind of said the same thing. He's like, yeah, you know, this grass-fed stuff and this organic stuff, trust me, it's not like fully organic, okay? It's, yeah, they're going by some of these practices. But like even, where was the part at the bottom of this article here? There is literally a part in here where it talks about, okay, there's essentially like a caveat. There's like a, there's a little fine print here towards the bottom of this article at USDA.gov. When packaged products indicate that they are made, this is in quotes, made with organic specific ingredient or food group, end quote, this means they contain at least 70% organically produced ingredients. The remaining non-organic ingredients are produced without using prohibited practices like genetic engineering, for example, but can include substances that would not otherwise be allowed in 100% organic products. So, okay, now we have to like distinguish. Okay, well, this one says organic, but it doesn't say 100% organic. So 70% of the ingredient is organic. What the fuck? Like, what does this even mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, you start like looking at these numbers and these definitions. Like, okay, okay, wait a minute. So you're telling me that none of the stuff that I get that's in the grocery store is actually like purely organic and yeah maybe you know my cousin and my friend are right like yeah I should just stop paying more money for these things and I go back and forth I really do over the last couple years since I got really into this I've had periods where I'm doing like all organic and grass-fed and then there's other times like no I need to save some money (laughs) let's get some of the grain you know just the standard stuff and like do I notice a difference in how I feel Oh, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. My wallet definitely feels a little bit better when um, <laughs> when I'm getting the non-organic stuff. But it's really hard to know for sure if there's a real difference. And that's why I'm still kind of studying this. Um, and it's, it's, it's a tricky topic. I mean, let's go into some of these other... Um, you know, definitions here. So they talk about grass-fed versus grain-fed. You know, simply put, okay, they have grass-fed and grass-finished, right? So here it says, this is from um, verdefarms.com, Verde Farms. So grass-finished beef comes from cattle that ate nothing but grass and forage, forage like forraje, buscar alimento, for their entire lives. Grass-fed, on the other hand, may be used to label meat from cattle that were started on a grass diet, but have either received supplemental grain feed or finished on a fully grain-based diet. So, básicamente, ellos empezaron comiendo así como con forraje y pasto y todo, pero luego terminaron en el proceso más industrializado. So, unless it says, like, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished, it's not <laughs> all grass-fed. Same thing that we're talking about. And so, I don't know, man. It gets really tricky. Then you, when it comes to eggs, oh, eggs are a tricky one because, you know, eggs, I'm, a, I'm just a huge fan of eggs just because especially, you know, with egg yolk has so many good vitamins and minerals. Um, you know, it's literally just like a natural multivitamin, but if you don't get a good quality egg, the thing that I've learned is if the egg looks, if the yolk looks orange, that's better, okay? Si la yema es más anaranjada, mejor, okay? If the, if the yolk is, you know, like really light yellow, that's probably not good. Si es como muy amarillo, Ligero, casi con un, como un tinto de gris. Is, is, is tinto a word in Spanish? I feel like it's vino tinto. I'm sorry. I'm speaking ridiculous Spanish. Pero si, si la yema está muy anaranjada, pues está más saludable, según, según los expertos, entre comillas. Y si la yema es como más amarilla y no tiene tanto color vibrante. ¿Es vibrante a word? I don't know. 
is minnow set eleven. Okay, and so like what I look for in eggs, like I do buy eggs that are higher priced now because I've noticed the difference in just the way they look and even the way they taste. Okay, so I get these ones that they're called Vital Farms eggs, and I think that these ones are pretty good. I know they're not like locally raised eggs from like a farmer across the street, but they're pretty good. They're very orange. I mean, they're higher priced, and you know they should be. I think, they're, but they're better. You know, but essentially they say organic and pasture raised. There's the term cage free as well, but. You know, essentially here it talks about how pasture-raised cows are animals that get a sizable portion, not all, not all, not all, a sizable portion of their food from organic grass grown on a pasture. It isn't treated with synthetic pesticides or fertilizers or organic pasture-raised, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now here it just says organic pasture-raised cattle should get at least 30% of their nutritional intake from grass. Okay, this is 30%. Viene del pasto. <laughs> like, it's not even like half of it. But the point is, there's a lot of gray area here. It's not just like, uh, you know, okay, it's either good or bad. No, it's, it's not that simple. And so that's the thing. It's like when you weigh the pros and cons, it's like, should I really be paying almost double the price? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't doubt that foods that are labeled as organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised are probably better. They're probably nutritionally better than the other foods that I see in the store, but not necessarily that much. It's a, it's a very debatable topic. Now, the, you know, the other thing here is that we have local farmers markets and stuff, essentially stuff that comes from a real local farmer or a hunter or, you know, fisherman. I'm not super familiar with fish. I don't eat that many fish, but like, you know, if you get some sort of food, whether it's a dairy product, milk, eggs, whether it's meat from a local farmer or, you know, or even obviously vegetables from a local farmer, as opposed to from some store, you can almost guarantee it's going to be about as organic, so to speak, as possible. It's going to be natural. At least that's what I think. I, I assume like when I go to the farmer's market and they charge high prices and they should, because we know that their food is probably the best. Like I, I, I when I go to the farmer's market, there's a couple farmer's markets around here. When I go there, I'm like, okay, today I know I'm getting some really actual good foods uh, that is probably even better than the stuff that says organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised that's in the store. Because ultimately, how did it get to the store? probably came in on a freaking FedEx truck or in a plane from like somewhere in, you know, I don't know, Costa Rica. It's like it didn't come. It, it's been processed and industrialized somehow. Trust me. Um, but okay. So, we, you know, then they talk about cage free. The eggs come from hens that simply put aren't caged. Okay. You know, even in a jaula, que bueno. Part of this is also related to the, you know, the, the, how, the care for the animals as well. We don't want animals to be raised in these, you know, bad conditions, right? And that's something that my cousin and his farmer friends also have a lot to say about, you know. Um, but um, then they talk about GMOs, genetically modified organisms, and like non-GMO foods. This is something I don't even know that much about, but we hear about it. We see it on the labels. So, so a genetically modified organism is any organism whose genetic material has been altered using genetic engineering techniques. Another mouthful. Okay, so the exact definition varies, blah, 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 blah. But like essentially, the reasons we want to supposedly have non-GMO foods is number one, because the farming keeps the soil fertile and reduces soil erosion. I'm just reading this from uh, AliAllsFoods.com. Anyway, um, so mejor para la tierra, para el suelo. 
reduce la erosión del suelo de la tierra. Is the word suelo tierra? I don't know. I think it's both. All right. So, um, and then the benefits of non-GMO, you know, we're avoiding toxic chemicals, avoiding antibiotics and growth hormones. They're fresher, better for the environment. Okay, blah, 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 right? And then there's some other, you know, the, <laughs> it's funny because we see this too. We see, you know, raised without antibiotics and hormones. They talk about how the, the foods, you know, the meats we eat that have antibiotics and hormones are supposed to be bad for us. And, you know, then I was reading some articles here saying that, like, well, really, as long as you cook them properly, you don't actually have to worry about those antibiotics and hormones, right? Because supposedly what the antibiotics and hormones in the food can do is raise the chances of you getting, like, a resistant, uh, you know, what the hell they call it, like a, like a resistant strain of bacteria. Essentially, it's easier for you to get, get sick uh, when the, the animals have antibiotics and hormones, and they're just, I don't know, worse for health in general. But then there's, like, some gray area here about, like, when it says raised without antibiotics and hormones, like, it's not even necessarily always exactly that. Like, that's the big point of this, is the, the, the point that I'm making with this whole episode is, like, Even if something that in the store, especially in a place here like in the U.S. where we're just super freaking industrialized and processed, even something in the store that says like organic or grass-fed or whatever, it's not even like 100% that. It like meets some like 70% guideline or some crap, you know. And so once again, this is one of those episodes. I'm not telling you that I have like the answer. I don't know how to be like, yeah, eat this and it's going to be the most 100% raw organic thing and you're going to be a superhero. Like I, I don't have that, you know. Uh, I'm just telling you this is a nuanced, complex topic. The world we live in, um, it's hard to get like natural and organic foods and that's okay. Like I mean, these industrialized processes have been wonderful for us for so many reasons like we shouldn't talk shit about them even though I did just talk shit about them for what is it going on 17 minutes now but it's okay you know there there are pros and cons to all this now we just have to learn okay you know what do we do we live in this world that most of us most of us are not you know hunting and fishing for and farming our food every day so what do we do just to make sure that it's pretty good quality overall and again i probably with that would just go back to try to look for things that have as minimal of ingredients as possible try to get local foods foods that are raised that are you know grown by local farmers as much as possible if you're a farmer awesome congratulations i salute you thank you for what you do you're one of the few people in this world who actually does something important <laughs> uh, good job um share some food with us and um yeah I, i i don't know i think that's pretty much it um i hope you learned something in this episode maybe the topic interests you enough to do some of your own research as well and uh yeah that's it and we will uh we'll talk again soon peace Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.